Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hey guys, it's Dave DeFord. Join me and my buddy Seth Partnow and Mo DeKeel every Friday right here on the Athletic NBA Show for Nerder She Wrote, a podcast that attempts to look at the cutting edge of the NBA and the sport of basketball. Whether it's sports science, a deep dive on X's and O's, tales from the video room, or the next big thing in analytics, you can find it all every single Friday on Nerder She Wrote right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Join us this Saturday for an all-new episode of The Athletic NBA Show. Saturday Slam and Jam, hosted by me, Andrew Schlecht. I'll be joined by my co-hosts Alex Spears and many of the athletic beat writers that you know and love. We will recap the week of the NBA, play some NBA trivia, and just overall talk about the league that we love most. So while you're flipping your flapjacks, tending to your yard or just sipping your coffee on Saturday morning listen to Saturday Slam and Jam on the Athletic NBA show want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at the Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts welcome to the Athletic NBA show Monday through Friday on the Athletic Podcast Network I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate Stop hating. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Coming up, bold, unfiltered, audacious predictions for the 2021 NBA playoffs. So let's get it. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing in this corner. The Bay Area legend, new homeowner and author of two books about the Warriors dynasty, the one and only Marcus T. Nasty Thompson. Marcus, Would how's you the stop? new place? You know how many people call me T. Nasty now all of a sudden? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I feel like I feel like there's going to be like uh, another uh, uh, boogie down. What was it? Boogie Nights? part two and i'm in it now just just wait marcus until we do a live show in either san francisco or oakland and i wear a t nasty shirt Yo, on stage you, yeah, okay you gotta stop this people are really like taking this too far like you know i feel like i need to stock up on ky or something because everybody's calling me <laughs> t nasty. like i am not t nasty i am very clean t clean 
clean. And in this corner, the one-man wrecking machine, part of the Headband Boys, hailing from the Bay State, the old Colony State, the Codfish State, the Baked Bean State. Crying out loud, Jay King, what is it? Jay Clean. Why he ain't Jay Nasty? Why is the black man nasty? <laughs> And, and Jay gets to be clean. Why is that? Huh? Explain that to me. Because he's wearing a headband. Facts. You're not wearing a headband. I still can't believe we have these same headbands. We have the same pack. We bought the same three pack. It's got a white one, a gray one, and a black one in there. It's fantastic. I've lost the other two, but I got the gray. I don't know where the other two are. Hey, man. But yeah, you need well, a I've headband, got, I, Yeah, I, I lost one of them, too. I forget I forget which one. This is the only one I wear now. Though. The, yeah, the, this the world one is not black and white. It's, it's gray. It's all about the gray areas. There you go. Speaking of gray areas, Jade, start the clock. That transition didn't really make sense, but maybe we'll get some clarity. Tuesday night, the old Boston Celtics captured the number seven seed with a 118-100 convincing win over the Washington Wizards. Jason Tatum exploded for 50 points. Perhaps a sign of things to come for this young fella. The Celtics will face the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the NBA playoffs. That's right. The Nets, Jay King, the super team. The team that's ruined the Eastern Conference, maybe, if they're healthy. If they can put it all together. Let's get right to it, boys, as this is a special Bold Predictions episode of Point in Contention because we're recording it before the West Games on Wednesday night. Marcus, will the Nets win in four or five games, or could this get interesting? Celtics in five. Let's go. What? No. Oh, it, it, sounded pretty pretty good, it sounded pretty good, though. It sounded pretty good. You said Bold it. Predictions. I was like... <laughs> I, I I feel like a sweep is coming. I, mm. I do. I feel like I think they defend just well enough to make their like their offense so potent. Right, like all they gotta do is get to one fifteen. <laughs> they they defend well <laughs> enough, and look at the way Boston won that game. Right, uh, you know they they slowed it down. They they stopped mm-hmm. the the. The, the pace of Westbrook, they didn't let them dominate. Yeah, but I don't think they can do that against Harden and Kyrie. I, I don't know how they win a game. I'm sorry. Is that a bold prediction? Not really. Not, yeah, not. I don't see them winning. Really. Yeah, that was maybe a strike through prediction, an underlying prediction, yeah, that was, italics. It wasn't bold, though. Uh, Jay. Nobody uses strike through, by the way. Like, I use strike through all the time as I'm organizing things. That's that's the way to go. It's also a good way to make a little There's joke no on the old power rankings. Oh, yeah, you got to use strike through. Absolutely. Uh, but Jay, Jason Tatum has been on a run. He's averaging like 30 a game over his last 19 games. If we count this play in tournament game, he's shooting like 48 percent from the field, 41 percent from three. He is on fire. But is he enough to to get this series interesting? Absolutely not. I'll give you a bold predic- prediction, though. He will score 45 points or more in a loss. Oh, I like that. The the Celtics defense plummeted this season and they they fell basically to the 20th in the league. They lost Jalen Brown. They have they had not enough wing defenders in the first place and now they have to guard Kyrie, Kevin Durant and James Harden. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. It's it's not going to be at all a fair matchup. They are going to get destroyed. But I, I think for, for the Celtics, like if Tatum shows growth and if Tatum can go toe to toe with a with those guys and get to the line and and create good quality looks on mo- the majority of his possessions, and I think that's a win. And obviously Kemba, like Celtics would want to see him really produce and they'll want to see some of the young guys do some things. 
But Tatum's development is more important than anything else for them, especially now that Jalen Brown's out and this season has kind of become a wash. Okay, so the other part of the Eastern Conference playoffs to still be determined is the eight seed. The Hornets are done because the Pacers put it on them. My goodness, where the Pacers just won't die, and we're all sick of watching them at this point. But they did it without Miles Turner, without TJ Warren, without Karis LeVert, still put up 140-plus on the Hornets, so they will face the Wizards. Marcus, can Russell Westbrook save the day? He was awful against the Celtics. Nah, this is playoff basketball, <laughs> right? Uh-oh. This is <laughs> this is playoff oh, level man. basketball. It's uh, you know, can he have a good game against the Pacers? Absolutely, but he's got to make shots, man. And that's just about it. Everybody's gonna make Russ make shots. Period. Like that's the game plan. Make right. him make shots when he's off, like he was last game. They don't really have a shot now. It's the, the the part Westbrook has to figure out is he doesn't have to make twenty of them. Just make two. Make your first two. Take simple shots. He he just giving up on the little. Remember, I used to run full speed, stop on a dime, pull. That's his yeah. shot. He don't even take it anymore. Hit a couple mm. of those and he'll be fine. But I, I do think though, Bradley Beal is going to be set up for a pretty good game. Ooh. I do feel like Ooh. I do feel like this is a game Bradley Beal can get off. I like distributor rebounding, attacking the basket, smart shot Westbrook. He doesn't need, he doesn't, he doesn't need to take 20 shots. He doesn't need to take 20 shots. He just doesn't need to take 20 shots. And he's trying to like fight a narrative. I don't know what he's doing, but if he just chill out, man, like, (laughs) so so what's, what's more likely Jay, is it that Bradley Beal's hamstring is good enough for him to have a big performance against, against Indiana or, that Westbrook once again shows up dressed like an extra from Biker Boys. <laughs> I think Beal's going to have a big game. I think it's a much better matchup for the Wizards. Like, they they just do not have the wing defenders to stick with Tatum. They had right. photons on them at times, and it's like, good luck with that, guys. H- have fun Have mm-hmm. fun with Bertons switching out on a Tatum and, and trying to guard him ISO. That was never going to That's work. That's what the money's for, Jay. <laughs> yep. It's yeah. okay. At least he was one for eight. At least he was one for eight from the field. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I expect the Wizards to, to win this one. Although I also expected the Hornets to, to beat up on the Pacers. And right. That, Pacers won't that die. That just shocked me. The Pacers played no one. They had hardly anyone available and just rolled them. So sometimes, sometimes it's okay to hit your coach and still get wins. Is Miles Turner coming back? No, I think he's no, done. done. Karras is done. Like Karras, I think it's yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, DJ they, Warren's still after. I don't know. They might have a shot. They might have. They a might. Shot. <laughs> they won't die. Um, this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more all right speaking of things that won't die take two i've waited all year for this oh baby it's on the miami heat versus the milwaukee bucks it's christmas as far as i'm concerned this is the nba finals right here Giannis, the nigerian freak versus jimmy buckets heat culture ah as jimmy butler would say i'm so fucking locked in right now jade that's right, Jay King. As you recall last year, 
The Heat I need a Bucks win more made than anything. quick work of the Bucks. I mean, I don't even know if the Bucks actually showed up to the bubble based on how they played against the Heat. Tossed them out in the second round. How'd they even get to the second round if the Heat made such easy work this year? But the Bucks look more poised. They had a Drew Holiday. They got PJ Tucker. And what's that? Coach Bud experimenting with lineups? As of now, Giannis is healthy. He's not bowing out against the Heat just yet. So, Jay... You get one shot, just one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow this opportunity. It only comes once in a lifetime. So, Jay King, this is the Bucks second chance. Heat, this is the second who chance. Who you got? Bucks in seven. Get I believe. The fuck out of here. I believe that. I believe this year. I, I believe last year, and they were frauds. They they did not deserve Frost. my support. This is what they've been waiting for. They wanted the Heat. Giannis has been waiting for this matchup. He signed the Mega Max. He thinks his franchise is ready to compete. They went out and got Drew Holiday, who, let's face it, is the biggest upgrade over Eric Bledsoe, especially come playoff time. Bledsoe's finer in the regular season. Really good defender. Cannot put pressure on a defense in a playoff series. So that's huge. And then P.J. Tucker is just tough as nails. Mm -hmm. And you need that against Bam. You need that against Jimmy. You need that against a Heat team that just doesn't really crack. Yeah, it's underrated having a six-foot-three power forward. I think they're different. The only thing that (laughs) – not the only thing. One of the the (laughs) things that gives me pause, Spolster versus Budenholzer Mm. is a tough one. That's a tough one. Based on playoff track record with Budenholzer and playoff track record for Spolstra, that is – about as big a gap as you can get in playoff coaching and i'm a little nervous about that but i'm still very very confident bucks in seven wow uh no i this marcus, is my I, year uh, marcus i really respect the addition of drew holiday like i do i think that that is a huge different ma- difference maker in this matchup it's why i'm saying heat and six instead of heat and five because i respect drew holiday i respect the addition there but Marcus, who do you have? Be the tiebreaker here between Heat and Bucks, me and Jay. I'm, I'm winning and losing. I'm so torn on this one. Like I'm cream versus torn. Part of me is like the Bucks aren't about this life. Budenholzer is not about this life. He he's not ready to go one on one with Spo. Like we know this. But the other part of me is like, no way is this the end for Giannis. No way, because if Giannis loses in the first round to the Heat, are you kidding me? If Giannis loses after in the they first went out and round, gave up 17 first round picks for Drew Holiday, no, too. If he no way, this can't happen to Giannis. So I'm picking the Bucks because this can't happen to Giannis. It, it can't. I, I, I'm go. not imagining a world where Giannis goes out like this. I just I can't. I'm a big. I'm with you. I thought Jay. I thought. I thought Jay was in trouble last year when he picked big balls. I was like, Jay, don't do this. He he and didn't he, just he, pick them. He doubled. He laughed at me. He doubled. Laughed at after me. The fir- I think after the first quarter, yeah. I took a victory lap. The you first don't quarter do this. game one, I took a victory, victory lap. lap. Second round, and then it was a blowback. Round, I blew a tire. Second round, I'm picking the Heat. I, I'm a lean on this. This postseason for me is about desperation. Who's the most desperate? Who's the most Hungry and desperate. I'm, I I just I can't see Giannis going out like that. Mirren Fader, my homie, has a book coming out on him. 
Like you can't. He this is not. This is how he was built. He was built for this. He's gonna show up. This is Giannis. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't envision Giannis going out like that. I think Ho- Holiday and Tucker like they just needed that toughness. It's that was hard. a team yeah, that, hard. that no didn't question. believe in itself, and now Holiday and Tucker are there, and like they're just badasses. Exactly. And they he needed knows. that badass who's just gonna go at Jimmy, go at Bam, go at Goron, go at everybody. That they're a different team this year. You know what the Heat did? You know what the Heat did this year? They did some real 4D chess stuff here. Jimmy Butler didn't play in any of the games against Philly, any of the games against Brooklyn, and any of the games against Milwaukee this season. We think that was a coincidence. I mean, some of it was like Jimmy Butler caught COVID. But other than that, Marcus, this is chess over like, not even checkers, like Candyland, shoots and ladders. Like that's what, that's what Mike Boonholzer is playing here. And Eric Spolscher is out here looking like Bobby Fischer, looking like the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> looking like, looking like M- Queen's Gambit, yeah. Yeah, throwing another Do you have any good- other chess references? No, I don't That's know it. anybody That's- else. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> at one point in the movie I think was good. I don't know. I just feel like this is the year where them dudes say, Mike, Mike, we love you. We respected what you've done. But have a seat, buddy. <laughs> we got this. We're not doing this again. We're not gonna let you not do anything. And Drew is Drew is so good, man. He's been there before. Yeah. Drew's amazing. Like I, I feel like I, I think it's like Jay saying. I think I think uh, Giannis is looking around the room and he's got some dogs with him. And I think now Boothoser is gonna have to like, yo, here's what we're doing, and he's gonna have to just eat it. He he can't. Now when you say Drew. When you say Drew's been there before, you mean the second round? Yes. Because I think that's as far as yes. he's gotten. Okay, just, I just want to make Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, yeah. Whereas the Heat have been he in the finals. He took Damian Lillard's soul one year. Whoa, he did. Whoa, whoa, he did. whoa. No, he didn't. He took C.J. McCollum's soul. He took Terry Stott's soul. He took <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want me to look up what Dame did he in that took, series? Um, or you want to just move on to the took, next topic? Let's go to Dame's numbers. You don't, you take, you don't, take, the, you don't Dave, take the soul from a dude from Oakland. It just don't happen. It just don't happen. What, what everything around Dame crumbled, but no, Dame sold okay. his attack, baby. Hold on, just let me check. <laughs> uh, let me check real, real quick there, because I do think you're right. Uh, I think you're right there. You know, he did. Uh, he didn't really hurt Dame too much, other than uh, see, he shot thirty five percent. He shot thirty five percent, scored eighteen a game. Yeah, because he had nobody around him. Of course, when you can triple team him and all that. No, I think yeah. the problem is he had Drew Holiday around yeah. him. I think that's the issue. <laughs> Souls intact, playoff buddy. Rondo. Yeah, that's what it was. Come on. That's what it was. Yeah. It was playoff run. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of repping your city, take three. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. 
for the first time in nine years. Hit me with that nine times from Ferris Bueller. Nine times. Nine times. We will witness a Knicks playoff game as they take on Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. Bet MGM has them as the favorites to win this series. The Knicks won all three games against the Hawks in the regular season. Julius Randle pounded them for 40, 44, and just a little 28-point game in that set. Knicks also held teams to the lowest points per game in the league. They had one of the best defenses in the league. Tom Thibodeau, the defensive genius, has this team locked and loaded. So, Marcus, will the Knicks take this series? And if so, how far can they go in the playoffs? Wait, who are they playing again? The The Hawks. Hawks. (laughs) Can they take this series? Come on. Hey, Knicks, Nets. Hold on. Where where do they face the Nets? Second round? They would have to face them in the conference finals. Knicks, Nets, Eastern Conference Finals. That's what? I'm, I'm calling it right now. Now, is this, wait, hold on. Is this like when you pick the Suns to to win it all? Or is this like no, when I picked them to go to the finals? The, when you pick the Celtics to, to, win, to beat the Nets in five? <laughs> Which prediction is this like? This is, this is Suns. This, okay. Th- listen. Knicks in the conference finals. What, don't like what? listen. Don't don't we deserve this? Don't, don't haven't we er, haven't we earned a chance for Madison Square Garden to be lit again? Like we we nah, you're right. There's nothing great about the Knicks. <laughs> no, I mean we, look, yeah, I think they're gonna win the series, yeah. but I like conference finals. Here's I don't know. If here's we the problem with the Knicks. That. I want to be I all in on the Knicks. I want to I want to really hype the sure. Knicks. Right? I want to be great. But what are these young dudes going to do in the playoffs, right? When, when they get some real heat on them, like, I don't know if they can hold up. We saw, like... The same goes for the Hawks, though. Yeah, Hawks yeah. are done. I'm not, they're not... They're, Knicks are beating the Hawks. I'm trying to figure out how far they're going. They're going to beat the Hawks. I don't think the Hawks wow. can handle it. I, 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 I really Playoff don't. Playoff Capella? Playoff Gallo? I've seen, I've seen Playoff Capella and Playoff Revenge Gallo. series for Gallo? You know? He's, that's a former Nick right there. Them dudes are... They are so physical. They are so chaotic. They're useful. It, that that will help them against the Hawks. I don't. I just don't know if the Hawks can defend well enough. Like, what do they do on Randall? I'm not sure. And you know, some, Hawks got a few places you can attack, right? Hawks got just a few places. They do. And and the play because playoffs are all about matchups, right? So it's like, yo, who we picking on? And with the Hawks, you got a few places to go. But I do think for the long run, Knicks. Some of these guys are going to have to hit some big shots, and they've never been in this spot before, right? Like, who's dropping that, 50? But, but they're just not offensively-minded players. Like, Julius Randle has been spectacular. There is very little shooting around him. There is very little – I mean, Derrick Rose is, is, is a fine point guard, but there is not, like, a top-shelf playmaker around him. They just don't have the offensive creation to get past the second round. But but I I have them beating the Hawks too. I think they won't rough up Trey, but they'll they'll give Trey like a welcome to the playoffs type thing because that defense is real. That that defense is long, athletic, can can switch a lot, has just a lot of guys to throw at Trey Young. And it's funny because Knicks fans have been, you know, all about Alfred Payton shouldn't be on the court. He shouldn't be in the starting lineup. Now they <laughs> get to the playoffs. And be. <laughs> Alfred on Trey. Alfred yeah. on Trey is a pretty good matchup. That's a pretty good, pretty good guy to defend him. I think it'll be a great year for the the Knicks Sixers. Like second round, you you just show you show up for the Sixers. You, you lose, but you just show up. You're respectable. I feel like that's a great year for the Knicks. Did you guys see Thibodeau? get asked who's the best team in New York? No. What do you say? 
it was probably my favorite clip. He he took he took a pause and was just kind of like, uh, you know, I gotta go with my guys. And I I, th- I thought he was gonna start screaming, man. I thought he was gonna be like, we got fucking Alfred Payton. <laughs> we got Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> Have you seen what Julius Randle is doing? Bitch, we're the Big 15. But he was kind of low-key about it. He was kind of low-key about it. He was low-key. He wasn't quite that. He wasn't talking about Reggie Bullock, right? Yeah, and he, he said he had to go with his guys. I don't think he believed it, but, but he said. <laughs> he should have just said, we're the best team in Manhattan. He would have won. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's it. There you go. All right. Take four. Speaking of losing your voice, Kawhi that's a, that's Leonard. That's pretty good uh, tips, though, by the way. So I appreciate tips. that. Yeah, that's that's legit. We should have yeah. saved it for the end of the pod because I, I don't know if Jay's voice can, can handle these last yeah, two I'm subjects. Done. But I'm done. I need take to... four, Kawhi versus Luka, round two for the second year in a row. The Clippers and the Mavs will square off. Last year's series was memorable for sure. Marcus Morris was ejected after slapping Luka over the head on a layup attempt. Uh, I believe he called, I believe Matrez Harrell, who's no longer with the Clippers, called Luca a bitch-ass white boy at one point. We had uh, Luca averaged 31 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He hit a buzzer beater, step back three to win game four in overtime. Jake, play the tape. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! Let's go! Meanwhile... Clippers, questions of team chemistry, being able to finish in the fourth. And Paul George, they're all still on the table. So, Jay, who you got and how many games between the Mavs and the Clips? Before I I get into that, I just want to say the whole bitch-ass white boy thing was the most overplayed fake drama of all time. I loved it. Who hasn't been called a bitch-ass white boy on a basketball oh court? If, if you one play today. and you're what? I was about to say, <laughs> it's either that, it's either that or you're hot. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or you're hot and like they call you Peja Stoyakovich or, or Steve Jimmer. Nash. Jimmer, or like whoever's a shooter. Yeah. Now they probably call the guys like Duncan, Duncan Robinson, Robinson and yep. stuff. Yeah. But but back in my day, it was like Peja Stoyakovich or Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. That was that was Jim when Les. I knew I was hot. Jim Les, Tim Legler. Yeah, they call you one yeah. of those guys. All, all the way Ky- Kyle Corver. <laughs> yeah, Corver. That's all. Yeah. Um, but, Shane Hill. But I, I think. So you saying it's I a actually, compliment? You saying it's like a term of endearment? Oh, no, basketball? Not a term oh, okay. of endearment, but it, it's not like a big deal to, to get called a bitch ass white boy. Like, I expect to get called a bitch ass white boy if if call I'm playing one, basketball. Marcus, call one right now. Call one right now. Do I, I, I don't do think it. it's a term do of it. endearment. Do it. And I. I <laughs> I'm endeared to Jay, so I will not. I'll call it, I'm a bitch-ass white boy. Um, <laughs> well, it's so fun if you eight-mile yourself. I've done it before. <laughs> the uh, the I just think, I actually think the Clippers could be in trouble here. I am wow. very wow. much in the minority on that. But when Luka was healthy last season, he gave them the absolute business, and they had nothing they could do with him. Now, now he hurt his ankle, and he wasn't the same in the latter half of that series. And the Mavericks flopped and got booted out of the playoffs. But when he was right, there was absolutely nothing even Kawhi and Paul George could do with him. And I, I, I still think the Clippers will win the series, but I think it's a lot closer than a lot of people expect. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Marcus, does it feel a little bit like the Clippers have been forgotten now? Because I don't feel like anyone's talking about them as a contender this year at this point, even though like Ty Lue has changed the offense quite a bit. They, they do have a better, more well-rounded roster. If Serge Ibaka is healthy, like they they've done some things. Rondo came in. He's going to be the veteran off the bench. Like they've done some things, but I feel like no one's taking the Clippers that seriously. I mean, does it help that they kind of said, yeah, we don't want to play the Lakers in the, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Did Denver. Yeah. So I, I do feel like they're flying under the radar. You know what? I think that's good for them. I really do mm-hmm. think that's good for them. They they clearly do not bode well as, you know, the gorillas, right? Beat their chest. We're better than everybody. They need to be the the sneak this team, right? Um, I wonder about their ability to defend Luca. I think they mm-hmm. should be able to. I don't think they took them that serious. I, I really mm. don't think I really don't think they were up for the matchup. You do did we see at any point Kawhi like, all right, I'm about to take this dude away. And I don't know if he still can, by the way, for a whole game. I don't know if Kawhi still has the body for it, if if his body can hold up. But he used to be a guy who's like, I'm just gonna take this dude away. Uh mm-hmm. I think they spent too much time trying to be stars, right? Trying to hit big shots and get all this, and they got played. The Dallas's problem is defense. And the real answer to Luka is to make him guard, and they have the dudes to make him guard. So it should be attack Luka, attack Luka, attack Luka, attack Luka, and see if, you know, if he can handle that. And they have the guys to do it. I'm, at, I'm imagining a world where Ty Lue is like, we're not going to let this guy do this like that again. Again, my theme for the playoffs desperation nobody more desperate than if the clippers lose the first round series like blow it up bombers like i'm done like Kawhi may leave Kawhi's like yo what i'm not he could be a free agent what are we doing here right what what am i doing here paul george make your way to the warriors right like this is it this is the last (laughs) hurrah right here 
Were either of you guys personally offended that the Clippers tanked the last few games? I thought it was to smart. Get out of the Lakers That's what bracket. told me they were ready. That's what told me they were yeah. about their life. Like, okay, this checkers, it ain't this is Queens Gavin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this ain't hey, what's the checkers movie? Is there no checkers movie? There's uh, uh check, checkers there should movie. be checkers. There's, there's, a battle, there's a battleship movie. I know that. There is no checkers movie, yeah. though. This is Queens Gavin. This ain't insert checkers movie. <laughs> I thought it was smart. I wouldn't do I wouldn't want to see LeBron first either. Yeah, I mean, do you trust? Do either of you trust Paul George at this point? Because obviously the talent is amazing. Hey, His production not, is really good. We're but not doing this. We're not doing this. What do you mean? We're what do you mean we're not doing this? Why are we not doing this? Because the, the Paul George slander has got to stop. It's got to stop. He, he shot he brings it on the side of the backboard. <laughs> okay, we all make mistakes. Like what are he we had more turnovers about? than made shots in Game Seven. Yeah, he kind of disappeared. No, but listen, man, he had mental health issues. Like he had anxiety. Like, come on. It's not Powell on the guy. Right, but he also didn't mention those after the good games. No, nah, he didn't. Paul George, like, went into, like, a deep, like, find himself offseason. This is not the same Paul George from the bubble. He he Ooh. blamed the 50-point loss this year on playing on Christmas. You know who else played on Christmas? The team that beat them by 50. Yes. And look at them I don't ever know, since man. then. Ever since I don't, then. Like, this is the year of Paul George. I'm telling you, desperation produces... Okay. All right. so, so you think Paul George went out of that playoffs last year and it was like LeBron after he... he after the 2011 finals. After he got beat by the Mavericks. Yeah. Or like Dirk. Dirk, Dirk after yeah. they got we beat believe. by the We Believe Warriors. That, man, this Paul George... Paul George was well, rock, fair, Dirk, Rocky Dirk, is in the woods. To be fair, Dirk was just afraid of Stephen Jackson. Which is not a, which is, you know, I don't know if it was just Stephen Jackson. It was a bunch of dudes. Okay. That, yeah. That, you just, you those, the We Believe Warriors was ready to jump you, like on the court and off. <laughs> 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 that wasn't a one on one. All right. Match. So, Jay, you don't, hold on. You Are you, are you piling on Paul George with Zach? I'm not piling on whoa, Paul George. Whoa, whoa, who's piling on? I'm just asking if we trust him. I'm not piling because, on Paul George, but I'm not. I'm not ready to say yeah. like he is the most trustworthy figure in a playoff series. Yeah, I didn't even mention that he's been completely out outplayed in playoff series by like you know Will Barton in elimination games and Joe Ingles in elimination. I didn't mention any of that stuff. I haven't mentioned any of the times where he has just absolutely go. gotten obliterated in elimination games. I like I didn't mention any of that stuff. That was pandemic P. That's a whole different person. The problem is now we're back playoff, to playoff P. Back playoff to playoff P, P, P man. No, no, playoff, no. playoff P wasn't much better, man. No, <laughs> no. no playoff P either. We're not no. it's a whole new, whole new iteration. All right. What about playoff Dame time? Take five. Lillard versus Jokic. Staying in the West. Let's take a look at the three-six matchup. The Denver Nuggets, led by eminent MVP Nikola Jokic versus Dame Times Trail Blazers, one of the worst defensive teams not just in the league in nba history but they win unlike the sacramento Kings. so you know we we give them a little bit of a pass there last time these two faced off 2019 playoffs it took seven games including a 140 to 137 four overtime game three which the blazers ended up winning jade play the tape baseball pass Millsap picked off by mccullum and it's finally over the blazers win it Both teams have overcome injuries all season. Marcus, we all know this is your boy's time. So who you got and how many games? Uh, Blazers in six. What? 
correct. Yeah, if it gets to Ooh. if it gets to seven in Denver, I, I got to go with Jokic in that, <laughs> in that scenario. Uh, I, it's it's Man been has his soul back. It's been adequately pointed out that the Blazers' Drew defense is atrocious, but Denver's defense isn't great. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a scary figure. If he mm-hmm. if if he looks the way he's looked in the regular season since Jamal Murray's going down in the playoffs, it might be curtains. Like that's the second guy they need, right? That's the the guy they can at least. That's a pretty lethal. I wonder. I wonder how lethal of a PNR that'll be in the playoffs if those two just mm. running a two man game. It, it's mm. got some potential because that dude when he elevates and his shot is on, like you can't you can't get to that shot. But come on, man. We're talking Dame here. We're, we're talking. Wow. We're, talk, we're talking Dame Dollar. We're wow. talking Dame time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I do worry about how will they guard CJ McCollum? Like you got to deal with the Dame problem. But if you remember that last series, last time they it was Faku's going to Faku's going to be on Dame. He got to be on Dame. Yeah. The last series when they went seven, it was it was CJ who torched them, especially in that game yeah. seven. Dame was exhausted, and it was like CJ just one on one. I don't know if they have a solution to that problem, and I wonder if they'll be able to match it. Uh, Norman Powell, uh, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum, Carmelo Anthony. They got a lot of weapons. I don't know if Denver can outscore them. And I don't know if Denver's defense is good enough to literally slow them down. It's going to be tight. It's going to come down to the end and we're going to get like Dame doing something crazy in game six to prevent a game seven. Book it. Desperation. Terry Stott's job on the line. Desperation, baby. This is the postseason desperation playoffs. <laughs> Jay, how it, let's say Yusuf Nurkic gets into foul trouble. Then what do do? What do the Blazers do against Jokic? I don't know. They they'll have anything to do against Jokic. And what's Nurkic gonna do? But look, Ennis Cantor from Nurkic. What is Cantor gonna do? Ennis Cantor. This is a good matchup for Ennis Cantor because they have no Wait. like pick and roll. Real quick, can I tell you? Guard. I got a. I got an this email. This is a good matchup for Ennis Cantor. Can I tell you? I got an email. Uh, the day after the ballots were due, in which it said. Uh, when the initial ballots went out, Ennis Cantor had not been eligible for six man. He is now eligible for six man. If you want to change your vote, I was like I don't, I don't. Want I to mean, what? How do you not change your vote? <laughs> <laughs> but th- this is my pl- favorite playoff series because I have no idea what's going to happen. I think in some ways this is a good matchup for the Blazers because when you look at their defense, like where they're weakest is the backcourt mm-hmm. and the Nuggets backcourt just isn't going to punish you at all. But then on the other hand, it's like Jokic is going to punish you. And, yeah. and Jokic is going to force switches, and he's going to put you in all sorts of bad situations. Torture. Michael Porter Jr. hasn't missed a shot basically since Jamal Murray got injured. He's he's just been an offensive savant basically his whole life, but, but certainly the last couple of months. I'm nervous for him about how he's going to hold up against Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Those guys are going to target him ruthlessly. Like Jokic isn't even the target anymore. It is Michael Porter Jr. And I I don't know what, what the Nuggets are going to do to hide him, even though he's defended a little better this season. But I just think at the end of the day, Dame is better than almost every player in the league. Like there's only a handful of guys that are better than Dame. Jokic is one of them, and and that's why I favor the Nuggets in this one. Uh, I I have concerns about um, the Nuggets' depth, just in case like 
Will Barton, I think, will be back in this series, but I don't know how oh, that's going to look with his hamstring. Be, yeah. Right? Yeah, like his like he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and so I don't I don't know what that means for him. But if they're down Jamal and Will Barton, like you will need just historic performances from Jokic and and MPJ every single game, which they can get. Like that Plus, can still Monty happen. Morris, I think, will be a big factor too. Like I love, I like, he's like, like he, I love him absolutely. I think he could have a big series. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like that backcourt depth is is pretty weak. That wing depth is pretty weak. Um, does Aaron Gordon have a matchup he can exploit with his defense? Like you're not going to put him on either of the guards and have him survive, but. Also, he can play a little, you know, free safety there. So maybe that, maybe that we just helps. get a Derek Jones, Aaron Gordon dunk contest at halftime. No, because then Aaron Gordon's going to complain like, oh, "I didn't get enough fifties. That's why I wear number 50. <laughs> even though Zach Levine took right? your lunch. <laughs> Zach Levine took your soul. Catch an alley oop from the free throw line, then you can talk, Aaron Gordon. Oh, I pushed off a mascot. Who cares? What What's special <laughs> about this matchup is like we know it's going to be. We, we'll. It feels like it's going to be a close series, right? And we literally will be watching two of the most like clutch players. Yeah, you know, go that's back. Like, be fun. it could be, I hope, it could go down I bucket for game. bucket in this thing, yeah. right? Like, every game down to the wire, I hope, just because these two watching Jokic operate, watching Dame operate, that like, like they're going to hit so many big shots, yo. These games are like, Jokic it's going to be nonstop, oh, man. Jokic yeah. doesn't hit the rim when it's clutch, it feels like. Mm-mm. It feels like it is. It's like he's clay on a turnaround one footer with the game. It was like this dude is crazy. And then you got. Yeah. I'm, I'm hype about this one. If, if got, Jamal Murray had been healthy, the Nuggets, I would have given them a realistic chance of winning a title this year. They they would have been that good. Trick, you don't get tricked. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you, you really come you. on, Jay. Come on, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Lakers are vulnerable. The Nets have no defense. You said the and same Jokic shit about the Bucks and the Heat last year. And you know what? Damian Lillard is so fucking locked in like he's Jimmy Butler. Ooh. He we, can't is, wait is this, to win. Is this your your next call? No, here's what here's what I did is I got bullied into taking the Blazers in seven on the uh, on the basket bud. So here I'm going. Nuggets in six. See, now I've had trouble. So I can't be wrong. <laughs> I can't be wrong. I've got both teams. That's how you do it. And then you know what? On uh NBA radio, I'll just say. I don't think either either of them get past the second round, so it doesn't matter. So now, you know, I've covered all my bases across all platforms. Dame versus Jokic. Me versus Jay. Bucks Heat. Jimmy Butler. Culture. Jay, you're not ready for this culture. You weren't ready last this year. You're not ready this season, year. This is season, boys. The Budenholzer exactly. redemption tour. You're right. You know who's it desperate? Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer. Mike Desperation <laughs> He <season>. better be. <laughs> We'll see his ass in an unemployment line pretty soon. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Point of Contention right here on the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. For Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on the Athletic and subscribe for crying out loud. Go culture. Sick head band, bro. Yo, where my headband at, y'all? Wow, well, I don't get one.